This is Ready, Set, Renovate, a podcast delivering renovation, inspiration, and motivating you to put your home beautifying ideas into motion. Today, we'll be discussing a historic renovation and go all the way back to the late 1800s. The setting, downtown Anderson, South Carolina, as an impressive building is built to stand the test of time, which it does. Unfortunately, much of its beauty and curb appeal disappear over the decades until one day along comes entrepreneur Allie Walker with an idea. Could this be the perfect location for her business, Catherine Marie Weddings and Bridal Boutique? Allie joins us today along with two of Daniel Builder's finest, Dexter Williams and Sean Harvey. Let's get to it. So here's where we'll start the conversation. Okay. How old is this building? I don't actually know. I probably should know that, but we did find like some checks and pictures from like 1890, I think. So I think that was the oldest that we found stuff from when we were going back for the front of the building. Yeah. We had to match like as far back as they could find pictures, which I think was like the late 1800s. That is just crazy. What yeah. what was this, you know, originally? What was it used for originally? It's been a couple of different things. One was the Or Gray drugstore way back in the day. I think that's the... That's who the checks were made out to? That's the checks and the prescription pads and stuff like that was from Or Gray. And then I think it was a shoe store for a while. And then um, when we uncovered the front, it looked like it said Ordre Shrug Store, because, but it was shoe store and drug store at the same time. And then um, like a clothing store and then a dance studio was the most recent. But I'm sure there was other things in between all of that. Wow. So it's seen a, a number of different businesses yes. come through. Yes. As, as, when did you get the idea, this is where I want to be? Tell us that story. This like, was not the building I wanted. It actually. wasn't first choice. No. Huh? We had put an offer in on two other buildings. Um, and they were not, one was one I wanted, another one was not the one I wanted, but every time we, um, traveled that spring, both the contracts got like pulled out from under us. So we decided no more traveling until we like figured out a building space. So this was the last building. And I told my dad, I was like, I do not like this space. Like, this is is not going to work out. It wasn't love at first sight. No, it was not. It was not moving ready. Um, a few of the other ones were a little more moving ready and we were ready to go. And so I was like, this is going to take the most work. Like, it doesn't even look the front. I mean, y'all know the front was awful. And so I was like, this is just not going to, this is not it. Um, but it ended up being it. And so. Who, who talked you into it? What, or what was the process from going no way to maybe to, yeah, we'll do it. Um, just really talking through things with dad. And then my sister and best friend came through one day and the four of us just kind of stood and, okay, let's just think about like, can y'all envision this, like walking through? I'm a visual person and I can kind of imagine we get brides in here who are also visual people and it is hard for them to imagine like a change in address, but I can see that, but it just really took me being like, okay, stop being frustrated with the project. Like all these other things didn't work out. That's okay. Take a step back and really just see like, okay, if we lay this out, what could it look like in Mm -hmm. here? And so really talking with the the three of them that day and I was like, all right, y'all are right. I can see it. Let's do it. It was really the only other option we had at the time anyway. So so then you go into, I guess, a design phase? With- yes. We closed on the building in December 2018 and had some drafts of what we wanted to do already ready. Um, just like rough drafts. Nothing like we didn't have an architect at the time. Um, and we, I think we're supposed to start with y'all in February 2019, shortly after. Um, and then we found out about the grant. And so that took another year. So. But it was worth it, right? 
I think so. <laughs> the front, the front is a lot better than what we. I mean, we weren't going to change too much of the front. Um, we were going to leave the stucco. We weren't going to reveal the brick. We were going to put the windows up top, but the down. This wasn't going to be quite as detailed as it turned out. Um, we were going to change the storefront, but it wasn't anything like how it's turned out to be. Hmm. So, yes. Um, and the grant but, you're referring to is a is a historical renovation or preservation grant given by the state is that yes it's by the state but it's actually through the national park service i think if you get into nice. the real weeds of it <laughs> <laughs> was there a lot of a lot of jumping through hoops to to get that or was it a pretty straightforward process i think once we figured out what the process was it was pretty straightforward it did take time gathering all the information they needed like everything at that point needed to be documented um so the city we'd already got everything approved for the city the downstairs the upstairs the outside the paint colors everything hmm. and so for them they wanted more detail than what the city required and so in pulling that together we had to bring an architect on board um redo the drawings of the front take the stucco off to even see what was underneath it if that was even salvageable so that kind of took more time because hmm. that was we couldn't really apply for the preservation until we knew what was underneath the the stucco. So that was like February 2020 mm -hmm. is when we started taking the stucco off. Um, now, were you guys part of that process? Yeah. Yep. I was. Tell, yeah. Dexter Tell, was, but I wasn't here yet. Yeah. Tell us about that. What, well, we had to come in, barricade off the front entrance, the sidewalks and everything. And this was in 19? This was uh, February 2020. So a year after we were supposed to start, we started the pre-phase of the... We had everything ready to go for the grant, um, but we couldn't submit it until we knew what was under the stucco. Mm. I'm not really sure why, but we had to do that. So then that we was had to go in and take off all the stucco that was on there, which was a hard stucco that was applied straight to the brick. So that, that took a while just to even get that done. To, yeah. To chip to prove to them what was there. And once and we, if it was salvageable, too, I feel like right. that was the big thing. Because we had to take it off all the way up. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I know you guys went to great lengths to kind of block off this area and, and keep it safe. Was there, did you felt, feel there was any danger in what you were doing up there, chipping away at all that? No, because we had to do it again once we started back on the process. So we worked with the city real well, and uh, they they kind of helped us out. And yeah, we, of course, some stuff flies around a little bit. You got to keep it clean and keep the whole area so you, you get to what's under the surface, mm -hmm. and at that point, you're able to take the next step with the Preservation Society. They come out, they check it out, they give the stamp of approval then? We had to submit, like, um, so for the downstairs and the upstairs and the outside, each piece had a two-phase process of, like, just documents being submitted. And so we submitted them all um, in March of 2020, the week before the week of everything shutting down. Hmm. So we really got nervous that it was just going to oh. sit on somebody's desk until they could come back two weeks later. And then they have up to two months to approve each phase. So like for the front and the downstairs, we submitted that first. And um, I think the upstairs at that time was still supposed to be apartments. Right. Um, and so we thought, oh, gosh, they're going home for two weeks. Like who knows what's already on their like table of stuff to do. And then they have now two months for phase one and then two months for phase two of just the front and the downstairs before we can do any other work to the building. Oh, my. Um, so you're hitting the pause button. We thought. We thought we were hitting the pause button. And we finished getting the upstairs submitted as well. And we really knew within two months they approved both phases for up and down, like, very quickly. I think we knew in May. I mean, if March, April, May, maybe June at the latest. Mm. But it, they approved it very quickly. 
Well, so that I'm sure we you're were feeling good at that point. We were just like, what is happening? Like that was not. And one thing I've said throughout this whole process is like nothing has caught God by surprise. Like we mm. don't things, you know, we we did a no in March or in February when we were taking down the stucco thing and we're going to get going in like three months that the world was going to shut down yeah. and government employees were sent home. So they couldn't approve our process or so we thought. Um, and so one thing my mom used to say all the time was like, this didn't catch God by surprise. Mm. And so that's kind of been my motto through this whole thing. Like mm. the buildings getting sold out from under our offer while we were out of town and things like that. Like none of that has caught him by surprise. So Somewhat the fact of a that sanctifying process, right? Yes, You're oh for sure. Especially because I'm like super picky about things and I'm normally very like detailed and I'm like, you know, at this point, like I can't do I can't change anything. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we got the word pretty quickly compared to what we thought that it was approved. So that was definitely another blessing for sure. And then you come on shortly thereafter, right? You're you're showing up I think I in came on 20... in November of twenty one one. Right, no, we were finished in 21. 20 then. Yeah. Years are gone. Because we've been I thought open. you were here for a summer, though. Weren't you? I was not. No. no. Okay. No, I, I, we had a different lead carpenter because I was the lead carpenter on this project. Yeah. And you so, spent like every single day here, I was right? here for seven months. Just every day. Pretty yeah. much. Well, pretty much every day. I was here every other day for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> Checking true, on right? it. Yeah. Seeing what's happening. I was That's so nosy. Right. Yeah. But no, I came in. Um, there was another lead that had started, and they brought me in in November. And I took over basically when we started framing the storefront here. Um, we took there was an elevator between the first and second floor oh, yes. that nobody would touch to take that down. So we actually took that down. Why? Why? What was the? Was it just a? It I think was it scary. Was a, a it was a lift. Concern. Yeah. yeah, it was an Safety. old old huh. lift. Basically, a couple some metal rails. Yeah. And the motor with a cable reel. So we had like three come-alongs and a whole bunch of grinders and sawzalls and just took it apart piece by piece, very carefully. Yeah. And, uh, you know, carried it down. Wasn't really that bad. Took four guys a day or two. They told us it was functional, but we never tested it. <laughs> no, we did not. We did not test it. <laughs> that could be problematic. No. Yeah, was not worth it. Well, what, you know, you're obviously a project manager as well as a craftsman. Um, you are too, Dexter. Was there anything that you guys learned through this process that was like, wow, I didn't know they did that back in the 1800s as far as how they constructed this building. Well, I think one of the things, you know, all, almost all the windows in the building, if not all of them, had been plastered off uh, with stucco on the outside. And one of the things we learned that was very interesting historically is that Anderson used to tax buildings based on the number of windows. And so that's why all the windows had been closed off is because it was cheaper taxes without them. Huh. And so restoring them all and putting them back in was putting yeah. it back to its original condition, but that's why they had been sealed and why, if you look around Anderson, so a lot maybe, of the older buildings yeah. don't have windows. Fascinating. Any idea as to the logic behind why they would tax that way, or is it just... I have no idea. It's a luxury to have windows, <laughs> I, I, guess. Guess. <laughs> I guess. Or a danger. Or yeah. danger, yeah. yeah it could, could, get, uh, could be falling out a lot. Yeah. Back Depending, then. I mean, think about the Great Depression. If you've got... These windows are pretty tall. It's true. True. No, yeah, it's almost like having more insurance on them. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dexter? What what was the big takeaway from this project as far as learning? Well, it's just like Allie was saying, uh, when you're working with an old, you know, 150, 200-year-old building, everything you open up is new. And we're like, wow, didn't know that. Uh, what are we going to do now? So it's always adjustments. And, and luckily, Sean, when he came on, 
Sean could take these dilapidated window frames and redo those, put those back together. And all we had to do is put the glass in. So hmm. he rebuilt most of the windows in here, all but the ones that are on the front, which were new. Yeah. All, all the rest of the windows he redid. Yeah, the front windows, they didn't even exist anymore, right? right. They were gone completely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones on the second floor we were able to restore, and the ones on the first floor, or on the second floor on the back, I should say, we restored those. And then the ones on the first floor, there was so much water damage. The one was basically like some glass and some rotten mush. Wood around it. Yeah, that's about it. Wow. Um, but, but we, we were able that, to we even save some of those elements to finish to use the upstairs. upstairs. That's yeah. true. We did right. save some of the glass. They asked right. us, with the historic preservation, they asked us to save any of the glass that we could, which we used as many panels as we could with that. Um, you know, so we had a whole workshop upstairs, you know, just glazing and putty in windows and rebuilding frames. And we rebuilt some parts. They're not functional. They're not operational, but they look good, you yeah. know, from a historical standpoint. Nice. You know, so. So you, you guys had a window shop up there, huh? We did for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For a couple of weeks is, rebuilding those. Yeah. That's great. Favorite feature of the building. Gosh, I love the ceiling. Cause we wanted what it was originally, we wanted to keep some industrial, everything these days is going like super industrial, like warehousey style. But in our mind, we wanted something that also felt like you'd stepped into a boutique in New York, but hmm. still keep some of the, I was a history major in college, like love historical stuff. So I think the ceiling um, is one of my favorites and it's what we get the most compliments on other than the front. Um, and then when people see the before of the front, we get even more compliments on the front. Nice. But um, yeah, the ceiling. And then I will say where y'all patched in the floor, um, I don't know. I just love that. It, you can't even tell. And it's just, it, it's original or as original as we knew. I don't know if it's from 1918 or whatever, but. Well, we're going to get some footage of, you know, the ceiling and the floor. We'll put that on our YouTube page, Daniel Builders, Inc. You can check it out. It really is a fascinating building full of history. The front, um, it, it was a bold move, pink. Yes. Did you like know from the get go that's what you want to do, or was that like we're I, just going for it? Well, I did want some color on the front. So originally, before we went for the um, historic grant, we were going to do a pink awning, kind of like a bistro style awning, um, and we got a pink approved by the city. And we had been told it probably wouldn't get approved, but it did get approved. And so we we're like, okay, great. And we we're going to do a pink door, and I was like, that'll be fine because we we're going to leave that gray stucco and just like kind of freshen up the the gray out there and then do just pink accents. And so when they told us we had to go back, um, we were looking around downtown, looking at pictures from Charleston, and I had picked out some color swatches to match my branding colors and pulled out a pink, and I was like, this one looks pretty close. What color is it? And it was bridal bouquet pink. So we had gone back and forth, like, okay, what color? Do we do a beige? We're looking at the street. We wanted the street to come to life. Hmm. Um, the, the building next to us is like a little, like, tan, and then lilia is green so we're like okay let's look at some brighter colors and we just kept going back to the pink and we're like you know what why don't we just ask and so we sent it to the city and we included it in the grant and it all they got approved, approved. Yep. nice i kept saying are y'all sure it's approved and I, my dad was like if you ask one more time they're gonna tell us we can't <laughs> we <laughs> just can't take do it, it just, run now just stop saying it so and it was fun because i didn't see the pink until it was finished so i kept coming in the back entrance Two people almost ruined it for me, uh -oh. but for about three months, no, probably less than that, because I don't know when we started the paint. The paint was like one of the last things we did um, out front, but I, for like at least a month, month and a half, 
didn't see the finished product until all the, the and that was intentionally you wanted it was to intentional have a big reveal right? yes I got a little worried that it was too bright um, just seeing the paint can I started panicking and then we painted the fitting rooms in my offices different shades of that same color pink and so I got really nervous because I liked the toned down version. Um, but my intern at the time was like, I think you're going to love it. It looks great. Like everybody in town had seen it, but me. So it's kind of like a <laughs> fun reveal. Wow. You're building um, and you're the last to see it. Huh? Yeah. Because I wanted to see like the fun detail work too. Yeah. yeah. So I waited till it was pretty much done minus the sign to see the front of it. And what has been the, the feedback response? Um, you know, it, it seems like it could be a great marketing move. Because it is so bold, it's yes. Know. I mean, it's very easy to say we're the pink building on the cor- near the corner of the square, yeah. um, so it's really so easy to find us. And people love they do. They do say it feels like Charleston, which mm-hmm. is kind of what we were after. Just really an elegant space in downtown Anderson. You, downtown Anderson is becoming a destination, especially for weddings. We have the Bluckley, the Bluckley Station, the Art Center, Lilia's rooftop. People have got married in Carolina and Park, so there's so much around just in downtown for the wedding industry, Phil's Jewelers, Kahaley's Custom Suits, um, a florist is moving downtown, there's a photography studio, all the restaurants. And so it's really a nice addition, I feel like, to the wedding industry in downtown Anderson. It yeah. just really elevates the whole um, the whole street. Sure, so. yeah. Now, since you pointed that out, I didn't, I didn't realize that, but it's, it's taking on that identity. This yeah. is where you come to get married and prepare to get married. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. We that's, love it. That's great. What... From the, the building side, what was the greatest challenge? Well, the the design team that we have at Daniel Builders did a lot of homework before I got involved. They picked out moldings, where we could find those moldings, some corbels, things like that that we were going to need. They actually found a source for that. And I, I think Billy had a lot, Billy Zion, our architect, had a lot to do with that too and just pointing us in the right direction. So when I got involved, all that was already, we knew who we were going to get for that, but then trying to order it and get, make sure it was here on time. Mm. So Were uh, delays starting to happen from COVID? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had delays. We had to wait. People had to open back up, things like that. Yeah, because we got the approval, I guess, like summer 2020. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we we're already kind of fighting some of that. Right. Mm. Potential so we, we had to order stuff fairly early uh, in what, what we normally try to do, but then we had to wait on something. So we couldn't do all the trim and everything like we wanted to when we had our lift out front. So we had to leave the lift here or take the lift away and bring it back, things like that, to finish everything. But once we had everything, it all went fairly smoothly. It's just working 50 feet off the ground. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then and the back, so the back was the same way. I mean, just having to work up high and, and work on that because we have just a little alleyway back there. That's right. Not a lot of space to, to maneuver. So we had to make all that work. So it's just a logistics thing. Just this is what we got to do today, guys. Let's just see, figure out how we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and the waiting on that kind of stuff, the interior wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, we had to replace a lot of the boards on the on the ceiling because there was a lot of rot. And I'm not 100% sure that there wasn't a skylight under here, too. Oh, but, yes. But we know we had one up on the roof that, that you can see from the second level. But uh, there was some, the way the framing was above this, there might have been where they had a walkway around this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just trying to make everything safe 
using an old building and make it comparable to uh, our building codes. Yeah. Yeah. And the historic preservation. That's trust. right. That's right. Well, the, the whole project culminated in a very happy ending, right? I mean, I take it you're pleased with the project. Yes, we love it. Priority number one. Yep. Make the client pleased. But then it was also recognized on a state level. Tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, so we got an email back in like May or June that we were going to win an award from the, the State Historic Preservation Society for the renovation. So we went down to Columbia in July and they presented the award and the governor and his wife were there. So that was really fun. Nice. Um, and we had um, Kyle with um, Preservation South was our consultant on the project. So he used to work on the state side. And so he got involved probably mid-2019 to really help Dad and I like get all that paperwork, working with Billy on what the state even needs before we can get um, access the to the grant. And so he was there um, as well, and I think he probably submitted us up for that award and as one of the um, nominees, and then we were we got the nomination. So that's yeah, a pretty big really deal. Cool. Yeah, that, we didn't even know it until uh, after it was awarded. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were like, "You can't tell anybody until we tell," and we were like, "Well, are we supposed to cut?" Like it was it was a little <laughs> confusing. I won't lie, but veil of secrecy. Yes, I was like, "Are we supposed? To, what are we supposed to do here?" So. Um, but I used to want to be the first woman president. And so meeting the governor was really cool. <laughs> oh yeah. I was kind of governor. like my historic nerd. I was a history major in college and my like history nerd was coming out for sure. But being in the state capitol and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Nice. And Anderson County has never won that award. So Greenville County's won it a couple of times. Um, Charleston. So to be, um, and there's businesses from Charleston and Greenville there that won as well. So to be, you know, right there alongside them, um, was really cool. Yeah. Well, as far as the future goes, do you have, um, what is your vision for the business? Uh, what is, you know, actually tell us a little bit about the business. It's an opportunity too, for you to, to, to tell us, you know, what, what goes on the services you provide, okay. you alluded to, there's a lot of stuff happening in Anderson revolving around weddings. And, um, and that's exciting to see and exciting. I know for you to be right in the thick of that. Yes. Speak to that a little bit. So we, my mom and I always dreamed about opening a bridal shop from, you know, watching Say Yes to the Dress back in the early 2000s and kind of always talked about it as like a long-term dream, but I wanted to move to New York City and work in the fashion industry. Um, ended up with a degree in history and not living in New York. And so we just kind of always chatted about it. And then dad was like, y'all always talk about it, but y'all, you know, when are y'all going to do it? And we kind of were like, okay, when, like when, like, let's look at it. So in 2014, we kind of looked at each other. I was still applying for jobs in New York and she was um, her dad had passed away a couple years before. So their business was still finally kind of getting back to like some structure after that. And I was like, okay, mom, like I'll stop applying for jobs in New York. If you are ready to like pursue the bridal shop, she was like, not yet, not yet, not yet. So I moved to Atlanta for four years. And then in that process, we sat down again, two years later in 2016. And we're like, okay, let's look at this. She was like, you love Atlanta. Are you sure you want to come home? Cause you said the day you moved to Atlanta, you're never moving home again. <laughs> And I was like, I know, but let's do it. I'd been working in bridal for a couple months there. And so we started making a plan. Unfortunately, she passed away two weeks later. Mm. And so I was like, oh, gosh, like now what do I do? So sat down with dad, really looked at it and was like, let's, you know, let's try. But then all the buildings kept getting sold out from underneath us. And then the summer I moved home, three bridal shops in the area closed. And um, so now we're the only store in the area. And that kind of also was like, are they closing? Because this is a terrible idea. Mm. Have we made a mistake? 
you know, none of these buildings, at that time we still didn't have a building. I'd left my job in Atlanta. I'd left, like, got out of my apartment lease. And I was like, what, you know, what is happening? And so we um, kept looking and just kind of knew it was the right thing. We'd already ordered dresses, actually, because we thought one of the buildings was going to be the building. And so they were starting to show up on my doorstep. And I'm like, well, what is happening? Oh, my goodness. So it was a little, yeah, it was a little rocky start for sure. But we do bridal, bridesmaids, and mothers. And we do have and suit rentals as well. So we can outfit everybody in the family, everybody in the bridal party. And then we do wedding planning. So from start to finish, design through just management of the wedding day. So, That's exciting. That's really exciting. It's always uh, neat to meet a fellow entrepreneur. And uh, it's an adventure, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> you yeah. never know what tomorrow holds. Exactly. But they it, say it's a roller coaster, and a roller coaster has an end. So I like adventure more because I don't feel like there's like an end to the roller there you coaster. Go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. No coming to a coasting stop. Yeah. Right? No. <laughs> Just a new day. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. For thank y'all. Doing this really. We really love it. It's been a year. I think we had our grand opening August of last year. So. Wow. It's been a great year. Thank well, you. and it's really cool because our office is. You can see yes. from here. We can look up and, you know, the commute was, was pretty small, short. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, this has been episode six. Um, histor- historic curb appeal is what we're calling it. And uh, it really is an amazing building. If you're in downtown Anderson, I encourage you to come by and check it out for yourself. And um, Allie, if you're looking to um, get one of your kids married off, <laughs> yes. she's, she's the person to come to. Thanks. We're delighted you tuned in for today's episode of Ready, Set, Renovate, your guide design build resource. Are you ready for your home to undergo a transformation? We'd love to talk to you about it. Visit us at danielbuilders.com and tell us about the home renovation you envision. In the meantime, subscribe to Ready, Set, Renovate, and we'll keep the renovation inspiration coming.